Okay, so this is Lara and um, the Average Joe Talk Show, and I'm here with John Joost, who is a filmmaker. But um, we're going to talk more about his life, just life stories. So, um, so where are you from? Um, well, I was an army brat, so I'm not really from anywhere. But I was born in Chicago. <clears throat> but I lived there. I believe I was told I lived there six weeks, and then we moved to Detroit. And I don't know. We weren't in Detroit very long, and then we moved to, I believe, Fort Benning, Georgia. <clears throat> and then my childhood was different places in the U.S. Uh, Trieste, Italy, Augsburg, Germany, Hokkaido, Japan. And I fled my family at the age of 17 while my father was working the Pentagon. <clears throat> at, at the Pentagon? Yes, he is his last job he had while I was still in the family was working as a desk jockey at the Pentagon. So when you were growing up, what was the longest place you lived in one spot? Uh, when I was a teenager and it was when he got the Pentagon assignment and I think I was there from 14 to 17? 14 to Maybe, no, I don't remember when we first, but, but it probably was Oh, I don't. I think it was four years. I think, but I don't really remember well because I don't remember my childhood at all. Aside from that, I got yanked from this place to that place to this place. Yeah. Then picked up the habit of not being able to stay anywhere longer than two or three years. <laughs> my sister did the opposite. She said, "Where's the breaks? I want to stay in one place forever." <laughs> so are you glad that you went the path you went? Like you're continuing to change. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's virtues to both sides. It's nice to know a place and be have a place that's your place, and it's nice to have. Uh, I have like eight cities I regard as home. What are they? Uh, New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Berlin, Lisbon, Rome, London, and Paris. What is Lisbon like? Uh, Lisbon is, well, at the time I lived there, it was not, I, I understand it is now a very tourist inundated place, and it's too small to take a lot of tourists. Uh, <clears throat> when I lived there, it was sort of a backwater of Europe, and there was a period when I was there when I felt like when I would arrive, I'd think, well, I guess I just arrived in the third world, because it was really, really, really run down, buildings were collapsing and stuff like that. But the first time I saw it was in 1960. 62 or 3, I don't remember. <clears throat> and um, at that time, you know, there were hardly any cars, and it was at that time difficult to get there. You got there in a boat or a horrendous drive, wow. and I suppose it had trains, but it would have been quite a, a thing to take a train from some other place. Wait, in so Europe. why a boat? Is it on a peninsula? It's a harbor. It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's on a... On, a, on the major river that passes, uh, goes from Spain into Portugal, and the Tagus, uh, and it has a, has, has a harbor. <clears throat> it's a beautiful city. It was a beautiful city. It still is a beautiful city. But when I went there, it didn't have the sprawl that all such cities acquired in the interim 50, 60 years. Now the great, ill-done Ill, Ill suburban sprawl around there. So how would you compare the people there to like other like Londoners or French or like how how would you describe the people there in in Lisbon? 
Uh, well, Lisbon is sort of, you know, stuck on the very edge of Europe. <clears throat> and so it has a provincial quality. <clears throat> and um, uh, they suffer from feeling that they're provincial oh. and that they're out on the edge of things. Uh, they have a word called, and then they have another thing peculiar to Portuguese culture called saudade, which is a word that we don't have an equivalent to, but it's sort of like um, uh, 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 um, what do you call it? Um, longing for some mythical past that doesn't exist. So it basically they're kind of communally, collectively, socially depressed, and it shows. I mean, you when I lived there in the winter, sometimes I would feel like these, and, and uh, they could be quite beautiful when they're young, but they, they're of a genetic stock that tends to age fast, so oh, by the time wow. they're 45, they're looking a little like beat-up piece of leather. <laughs> and uh, uh, sometimes I'd be in the rain with these people, and I feel I just feel like I'm in a big, long line waiting to go to my grave. <laughs> and everybody's, everybody's depressed. And um, I don't know. You think that's but I, I lived there on and off for, I don't know, four years or something like that. So what was nice about it? What did you like about it? Uh, I liked some of the food, not all of the food. They're, they're down on, a, on a coast, so it has good seafood. And uh, architecture is interesting. And uh, actually, there's lots of very nice, interesting things about it. Unfortunately, my view of it is uh, tainted by... Uh, I lived with the Portuguese woman, well-known. Uh, they're a well-known film directress. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a child, and she kidnapped my daughter at the age of three and a half, and uh, she's from Portugal, so that kind of soured my vision of Portugal. And then I had to go through the Portuguese legal system attempting to get my daughter returned to Italy from where she'd been kidnapped, and uh, hit a wall of corruption. And so my feeling about Portugal now are not so wonderful. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But... The same thing would have happened anywhere else. Yeah. So how long has it been since you've been back there? Since I've been to Portugal? Mm. I don't really remember. Somewhere between five and seven years. Mm-hmm. I went for a screening at the Cinemateca there. We showed a couple of films. Let's see. Well, that was 2012. I made the film, but it was shown there pretty soon afterwards. So whatever that is, almost, almost, I guess, seven years ago. Yeah. Time is zipping. Wait, what? (laughs) Time is zipping. It's 2020. (laughs) Now, that was eight years ago that I made the film. So, seven years since I So, not just about film, but, like, what do you think, what inspires you to make art when you have an idea? Like, what, why do you think, why do you feel a need to make art? I don't know. It's just a bad compulsion. At this point, it's just a really a bad habit, which maybe I'm getting over. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I do other things. I paint, I do photography, I write stupid poems. And, uh, and right now I'm having a hard time getting up the... My feeling about making films now is, well, if it all just falls together without me having to push or hassle or do anything, fine. I like to do it. It's enjoyable. But as soon as there's any unenjoyable aspect to it, yeah. I don't need to do this. Yeah. yeah. You know? And um, <clears throat> like right now, I'm stuck on the, the, the 
Carver-esque thing because uh, I'm not, I haven't found the four people for that scene. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put up a notice in the library and maybe the community theater that I'm looking for people, but I need to find them in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. You have some, though, right? Or no? Uh, I, I thought I... Uh, let's see. Yeah, I had you, but I don't have you now. <laughs> I know, I've got too much right now, but... <laughs> so now I'm back to Scott. There's a friend of Steve's, uh, actually a, a client, who, who he cannot socialize with because the rules of his job is you can't socialize with your, yeah. your clients. Yeah. Who is a writer who lives in Squim, and I met him, and we're supposed to get together, and I think he'd be good for it. I don't know whether he would want to do it, but I'm going to ask him and see if he doesn't have some friends. Oh, no, I have the guy Rob. So I have one. If I could get this other guy, then I... Because I thought some of the people I... Well, one of them. The, 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 is his name Rob? Mark? Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants to do it, but he's busy through Christmas. So. Yeah. And I could grab his... I may just try to do it so that I'll... I think what I wrote already, if I wanted to be really, really formal, I could say, okay, well, I just shoot you all separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't like to do that, but yeah. but uh, but the, what I wrote, uh, I could do that. And just say, okay, these are we, we we don't try to be naturalistic. We just say your line and shoot somebody else their line and, <clears throat> and go through the whole thing that way. So what <clears throat> what makes you the most excited each day? Uh, you're talking to an extremely cynical person. <laughs> Uh, I just had an exchange with my sister where my brother happens to be dying. I haven't seen my brother for 30 or 40 years. And the last time I saw him, he did something that was impardonable in my book. I mean, people do things that are impardonable. It's like, well, I don't need to be around this person. Right? They, you know, I, I don't need to try and get them to say I'm sorry. Or I just, I, I just don't need to have any dealings with this person anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> So, and I didn't know yeah, much as a kid anyway, because he was 10 years older than I was. So, yeah. Apparently he's in a hospice now in rural Pennsylvania. He lived on a rural poverty farm for most of his life. Wow. And anyway, so I had written my sister saying, originally I felt, he, I always thought he got the shitty end of the family stick. And my parents were ready for have a kid at 18 and 19, and then he had pyloric stenosis like I did. You know what that is? No. The blockage at the bottom of your stomach when you're, when you're at an infant. Oh, no. And, of course, if there's blockage, the food goes to the bottom of your stomach, and then it goes the other way. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, Why is it blocked? Uh, just... Very complicated little organisms, and once you know, X percentage have a little blockage so yeah. it develops in the bottom of their stomach. Wow. <clears throat> I had it, and I was operated on oh, good. A scar here instead of. But I do have my foreskin. They would have taken that off instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to do something to the guys when they come out. I teach them life is tough here. I'm slice that thing off. <laughs> um, Anyway, so, you know, anyway, so I have this letter about my brother and my sister, and I also mentioned that I, because I didn't know dates and all, that I mentioned that I I knew that my parents had eloped against family wishes, and this was in the early 30s, and I thought I, my guess is it was a shotgun marriage. Yeah. And 
my sister said, no, they got married in 1932. No, they, and, and Peter was born in 34. And now I'm almost tempted to say, can I go find those records? Because I think this might be a family story. Yes, you know? yes, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The cover for the, the, the truth. Right. Shoot. Anyway, so, so my sister said, don't you have any feelings regarding my brother dying? And I haven't answered her yet. I'm sort of like, well, I had a totally different life than she did. Yes, I had feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they just happen to be very different from hers. Yeah. She likes all my cards. They make me puke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's full of these sentimental feel good. She posts things on Facebook about, you know, yeah. little human, happy human interest things, you know. Yeah. And they make me like, okay. <clears throat> Anyway, so what makes me excited? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I I basically don't get excited anymore. Uh, I'm I'm not depressed at all. I'm not an unhappy person. I'm actually, a rather happy person. Yeah. I try to make other people around me happy, but um, I I don't know when. You know, like when people say, "Oh, you're making, you're going to go to," I, 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 I like an old film of mine is showing at the Rotterdam Film Festival in a restored version. I don't think I'm going to go. They put the ticket. I have to decide. Oh, do I really want to go? In which case, I'm going to stay in Europe. But I have these things to finish here. Put the bill. But they didn't take two new films. They didn't take the one about my daughter. All right. <clears throat> and uh, in that case, they would have given me a ticket and I would have gone and yeah. showed a new film. <clears throat> but people say, oh, you're going to a festival, aren't you excited? And I say, this is like getting on the bus to me. <laughs> I am not excited. I don't care if it's in some faraway place or, yeah. you know, even if it was in a place that I, I've never been to, I'm not going to get excited anymore. It's just yeah. another trip. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I'll enjoy it. I'll have a good time. But uh, excited, that's another story. Yeah. I don't, I don't have creative excitement anymore. I make things, I'm happy, it makes me feel good, but it's, I don't go, oh, what a wonderful. <laughs> okay, then what's the last thing that made you happy? Uh, every day. Like one thing. One thing? Well, let's see. What did I do yesterday? Um, yesterday I messed with some photographs. I wrote, you did began, what? I messed with some photographs, which I'm going to... Uh, Steve's leaving tomorrow. And then I'm going to get the, the living room table, or, or the, the dining room table will become a one-week art. You know, do paintings and stuff like that. So what will you, what do you <laughs> And do also I'm going to take the time, and I have a bunch of photos that I'm... I have a friend in Texas who's got this picture that can do five feet wide. So I need to, I'm going to do test things on, I have a printer that can do 14 by 19. A pointer? Printer. A printer. Oh, printer. good. So I'm going to do test photos, test prints of 14 by 19, and then pick like 10 or 15 of these photos to be printed five feet across. Wow. What are you going to do with them? <laughs> They'll go in a tube for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of them already sitting in a tube, but you know they're big, so uh, and 
you know, the arts world is a little, uh, you know, disgusting. I don't like the arts world, and I stay away from it as best I can. Um, but do you try to sell these photographs? Or? I, I, I'm the world's worst salesman, and, and no, I don't know how to sell them. Yeah. I just pay for them. Yeah. Then I have them. And I would be nice. They're beautiful photos, and uh, I'm happy to put them up against any big-name photographer of that sort. But uh, it doesn't matter, because I have to have a gallery who thinks my name equals money, and then they take half the money to put on the wall. And so, what like what's a photograph that comes to mind? Something that you like? Something that you what a, What's one of the photos that you have taken? What is it of? I have a I have a whole sequence of photos of Butte, Montana houses, which I have as an online book. Two two things of one hundred houses each. And they're very nice. Other people like them quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, and they're not just shots of how I mean, they are just shots of houses, but yeah. I, I'm ambivalent about photography because on one level I say, and I regard my photo photography, I know it's not pedestrian in the way I would pejoratively say someone else's are, mm -hmm. uh, of similar type, you know, I don't know what I have, but when I take just what I consider pedestrian pictures, they really work well together. Like yeah. on my blogs, I use them. I go over my blog, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, they don't stand out. Yeah. Ooh, look at that photograph. But when you look at ten in the row, there are different things, you know. But they all have a unity of some yeah. aesthetic. I don't know what it is, but something. And they they work well together. Mm -hmm. So these houses of Butte, they're just these miners' houses in Butte. And the houses are those, uh, the reason I took the shots is because they're interesting houses, because there was a community of uh, a wide uh, ethnic background, came miners from all around the world. And even though all the houses are basically the same old American frame, whatever, or brick, uh, everybody seemed to have brought little hints of their background with them. In, in how lick bricks are laid or decorative elements. So there's this, they have something unique. I mean, you go to other Western towns and they aren't like that. Yeah. And uh, so I have that. And right now, the thing I'm working on now, I have a sequence of stuff also from Butte of uh, photo collages that I've made. I can send you one on the, online. Um, uh, of the, the Berkeley pit, which is a huge open strip mining for, for copper. Oh. It's a pit. Yeah. And I have these pictures and then they made collage out of it. So I printed some of those, you know, mm -hmm. seven feet across by oh. five feet high. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty, be they're beautiful. Well, which yeah. is, the irony is, of this brutal, ugly thing. Yeah, yeah. I take it and Find turn it into, make it into something weirdly beautiful, which to me is a, to, it's weird for me to yeah. say this is a, a contradiction. But the one I'm working on now, uh, there are shots of uh, uh, the Salmon River area in Idaho, eastern Idaho, um, and I went there, I'm, I'm very familiar with that area in the whole, all of the West, I'm very familiar with going through it all a zillion times, <clears throat> and I was Somewhere in my demented mind, I thought, 
I want to go take those pictures that I've wanted to take for decades of the sheer cliffs, the yeah. sandstone cliffs. And I was living in Butte at the time, and I drove down to the Salmon River thinking that's what it was. Well, the Salmon River area is all volcanic, like the Columbia River, all, like all around here. Okay. It's all volcanic. Mm -hmm. Completely not sheer sandstone cliffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember driving down there and getting there going, Oh shit, this is. <laughs> What's wrong with me? And then I went, You stupid asshole, John. This is the Columbia River Basin, and it's all volcanic. How could you possibly have thought it was those cliffs? You know, those are in the Southwest. <clears throat> but after punishing myself in my head for being such a stupid asshole, I looked around there and I thought, Well, actually, these are kind of interesting, too. Oh, completely, absolutely, completely different landscape. <clears throat> so I spent a day shooting, only day. I got nearly to Stanley, Idaho, near the Sawtooth Mountains. Drove all and take photos, and that's all I did all day was take these photos, and I think I made like 400 photos in wow. a day, of which almost every one of them is good. That's great. I mean, some of them I have a little technical problem, they maybe a little soft focus, so those go out, but of the ones I have, I still have at least 200, which yeah. don't have to tell them, so, okay, which of the... Yeah. 10, 15 that really snap together yeah. as big. So that's what I'm doing now. And it takes technical work to sharpen them and get them ready to be printed with so, optimal quality. But they're just, you know, if you look at them, and then I, I while working on them, I, you don't see mountains. You see the side of something. It's all the scrabble and rocks coming down. Yeah, yeah. The kind of I, I've always liked uh, erosion yeah. and, and uh, alluvial yeah. things like that. I've always been I don't know why, but they just attract my eye. Artistically, I'm very attracted to textures yeah. more than shapes. Yeah. I mean, I like shapes too, but textures yeah. do something. Yeah. I like I like Jackson Pollock, for example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Painters like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> uh, so I'm working on these. So when you look at them, they just look like huge abstractions. Yeah. And you don't see a mountain, a landscape. You see yeah. just this chunk with no sky, no bottom. And then I discovered some of them, you know, they're all nice that way, but I can flip some of them upside down or on their sides, and it completely changes the picture. I mean, because it makes you see it even more abstract. It's just this field of texture. And this color and that color and this line going through it, whatever. <clears throat> so I'm I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking for the thing to to have you know assuming I can get some place to show these uh, you know these four are correct yeah. and then and then start and so that people won't you, if you look at it and I don't tell you you would never guess you would just say see that looks weird <laughs> because there's this thing about your mind is unconsciously trained to see shadows a certain way. I know I know so it's as soon true. as you flip it upside down your your anchor into that that reality is is true. disturbed yeah it is. you're going you, you say oh that looks upside down you just go Strange. It's like your camera knows, you know, you'll take a picture of something, and even if you do it sideways, and then the camera just flips it to the way it's supposed to go. Often, like the right. smart. It's not supposed to go. Yeah. We tell it to go. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, my, um, my kids were eating in my bed, and there was, they left, there was like some 
banana split residue on my sheets. So later I came in and I'm like, what? What is all this? You know, but then I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. But <laughs> I took a picture of the brown and the red splotches on my sheets and then I put it on Facebook. I was like, who knows what this is? <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> It's in the bed. You might be asking the wrong question. Wow. <laughs> brown. Bloody and stuff with jism. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Who's been in my bed? <laughs> what have I been doing? <laughs> I know. Staying there. <laughs> yep. But it also reminds me, there's a set design. I don't know. This is a while ago, but of, of Hamlet. Where the set design is, um, I think the whole backdrop is not just a backdrop, it's a three-dimensional, very textured wall of, um, it's like, it's almost like you're looking in a subway, you see the grate, but then you see a wall of dirt behind the actors, and it's all like, like like somebody dug through to like, you know, bury somebody, and then in the dirt are like skulls, it's Uh like the... It's like in France. What's that place called in Paris? Where oh, the places. They're in, they're, Italy is full of these places. You know? the, the, yeah. Where they, where the, usually it's with a monastery where they buried all the guys. I think there's one from World War II where it's the bodies are like buried. Um, it's, from, it's from, there's some place. I can't remember, there's like a famous cemetery where there's a well, lot there's of... Well, catacombs. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's basically skulls. So you see, right. if you, like at first it just looks like dirt, right. but then when you look closer, you see like Jeez. skulls coming out of it. There's a there's a chapel in in uh, there's one one of the monk groups I forget which one that sort of seem to be on a death trip, and they have a handful of chapels where everything's made out of bones and skulls. Oh yeah. You go into you know it's like a a baroque thing. Yeah. Informally, but it's. All, it's composed of, of femurs yeah. and legs and skulls and oh everything. My God. Everything that, that is, it just, yeah. there's some in Rome, there's some in Palermo, there's ones all over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, bones connected. Well, not any longer. <laughs> yeah, we just put it where we want. Which reminds me of an interesting, not just random, there was an interesting story I was reading um, about, um, what was it, the New York Times, about this love between, it was a, um, this man who had met a woman, they were in Auschwitz, and he was 18, and she was like 25, and they met literally like in front of the crematorium. Oh yeah. Was I, I saw, telling you about uh, this? No, no, I saw the article. Did you see that? Yeah. And like they didn't, after that, they didn't see they each didn't other see for each 70 other years or something. And then he saw her and she was more or less in the process of dying yeah. in her 90s or late 80s, whatever it was. Right? Yeah. <coughs> and he asked her, did you save me? Because that was the story. Yeah. She, she had a privileged position. Yeah. And they were lovers. And, yeah. And, 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 and then she made sure that he didn't go to the gas chambers. Yeah, yeah. And then they got split apart. Yeah. And it's interesting what saved them too is she was some kind of like a graphic artist right. and he was like a she little was bit a singer. of a, I thought she was also like a some kind of like she did some of the artwork for the 
I don't know the well, sign. They initially saved her because she. The, I, I th- either she he sang was the or singer. Played. I think he was. The oh, singer. he was the singer. Yeah, he was the singer. So he got sort of set aside and saved from immediately going off to yeah. get cooked. <coughs> and uh, yeah, no, she was some kind of yeah, designer. Yeah. Had, so she was used to. Yeah. And then climbed her way up to her. Yeah. If you can call it the position. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I thought that was yeah, interesting. So, um, so, this is a silly question, but I have a whole list of silly questions too. If you had to pick a spirit animal, what would your spirit animal be? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. No. I, I don't accept those things. You don't? I'm a hardcore atheist. <laughs> and I, all modes of, of that kind of spiritualism, I just don't, don't accept. Okay. I'm going to ask you random questions. I suppose if I was going to have a spirit animal, let's have Hitler. <laughs> Actually, we're going to do a speed round. Okay, we're going to do a speed round. What's that? We're going to do um, just like the first thing that comes to mind. And if you don't want to answer the question, you say next. Yeah. We're going to do ten questions. Okay? Yeah. Just whatever comes to mind. Do you prefer cold weather or hot weather? Neither. <laughs> What's your favorite word? Fuck. <laughs> Have you ever been That's on a, a hard question. <laughs> question. Have you ever been on a blind date? Uh, yes. And what happened? What was it like? Uh, we got laid and then, then we said, know that. <laughs> okay. Um, um, let me see. Um, which animal at the zoo do you like the best? Uh, I don't like zoos. Um... <clears throat> What is the best or worst trait you inherited from your parents? Best or worst? Um, I, I can't answer. <laughs> um, what is something... I, I, well, I, from my father, I inherited, inherited how I absolutely do not want to be. Okay, yeah. And from my mother, she was a cipher, and I don't know who she was because she was under my father's thumb all the time. So it was hard to see her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She might have been a nice person, but it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell when you're just being your your husband's puppet. Yeah. yeah. Um. What things do you consider to be relationship deal breakers? Uh, lying. It's a good deal breaker. Um, do you think arguing is part of a relationship? Uh, arguing loud, screaming and shouting, or, or just having Debating. differences and discussing differences? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, for most people, arguing is, yeah. uh, and certainly was for me, but I've learned that I don't, it doesn't do either party any good. Yeah. Try to figure out how do we... How do we minuet around this in a pleasant, nice way and figure out whatever? Because feeling bad and making somebody else feel bad is a losing proposition. Yeah. Good point. 
Um. Oh, wait. What makes you laugh out loud? Uh, many things, including puerile, infantile, juvenile doo doo jokes. <laughs> good. That's good. I mean, allegedly, I'm this. Yeah, a few days ago, my a, a good friend from 40 years from prison days. Um, Oh, he, there was a picture of uh, another person with this big, uh, big rabbit, you know, but like big, human-sized, you know, a, 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 a stuffed rabbit, you know, not, not a real rabbit. And this guy was hugging it, and and, uh, and there was something about the rabbit. And this, my friend lives in Chicago, which is where Hugh Hefner's original Playboy house was. And so I said, uh, my friend said, I don't know that rabbit, and I said, Oh, I bet you fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> and and then said some other stupid wise ass thing, and then he wrote back said how old are you and I wrote back thirteen. <laughs> We're all thirteen on the uh, inside. Well, I mean somehow th that still works for me. I have a good friend, painter actor. He, he was in the movie that's going to show in Rotterdam. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, you put him and me together. <laughs> Because we both we both are able to twist anything into a sexual innuendo and make some puerile, stupid, really you know yucky, childish joke out of yeah. it. Except it's elevated because it's totally filthy. Yes, that's great. <laughs> and we just sit there ping ponging in the back of the bar. Nobody would want to be around. That's us. <laughs> good. That's good. I've got friends like that too. <laughs> um, what's your best friend's name growing up? If you don't mind sharing. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember anything from before I was 13, 14, 15. I don't remember anything. Or then. Did you, ever, huh? did you have a best friend then? When? When you were 13, 14, 15. Uh, I, I learned not to have best friends because I was going to be yanked away from them arbitrarily anywhere from one to three years later. Yeah. So I think I built up a defense against having best friends yeah. because... I mean, uh, theoretically, a best friend has some in, uh, investment yeah. going on, yeah. which uh, I don't. And I'm also a loner, so mm -hmm. I do. I do have many very good friends, mm -hmm. uh, but best friends. Best friends. Yeah. So for me, that's just another. And, and you know, I, anybody's name before I was 13? No idea. Last question, what is the best pickup line you've ever used? <laughs> mm, gee. Uh, that's, like, I'll tell you two. One is, <coughs> one is I was in a, in a bar in uh, Eugene, Oregon, and I was wearing my big Amish black hat and had thick white suspenders. And uh, this woman came up to me and she grabbed the suspender, went like that, and we were in my van an hour later. Wow. The van was not, was not sitting still. <laughs> so I don't know whether the bread suspenders is a line. I guess it's a line. 
<laughs> it worked. And uh, we lived together for seven years after that. Wow. And I left a millionaires to go off with somebody who didn't even have a high school degree and no money and a child. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was a, a radical 180 degree turn. Yeah. Go from driving around in Porsche to to living in a cabin with no money, no money, no running water, no electricity, and a kid and a woman. Yeah. <clears throat> and the other one. Uh, the, 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 the other one is, is uh, and it works, <clears throat> is if it's true, well, if it's sort of true, beauty is, so you're really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, me, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that, that's a starter, a good starter. I heard that. Unless the people think you're trying to pick them up, then it's like standoffish. Yeah. But I heard if you tell someone that you love them, then they're gonna they're gonna get well, especially a guy. To right move. off the bat. Well, I mean, without eventually. knowing somebody. Oh, well, that's yeah. Like, yeah. That opens the door. Hi there, stranger. I love you. Yeah, after you know. In that case, it's translated. I want sex. <laughs> That's what it's like with online dating most of the time. As a woman, it's like, oh, hi, how are you? You want to go to bed? It's like right. this third line. Okay. Well, guys Great. are just, you know, programmed that way. <laughs> they got to follow their dicks around. <laughs> oh, my dick wants to go over there. And I will follow it. Yes, sir. <laughs> what? You said no? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, thank you very much, John. This has been a pleasure. Okay, my pleasure, too. <laughs> I hope it works out and it's recorded okay. It, it, it did quiet down. It did, it did. Well, it did quiet down yeah. as soon as we started. But I think Maybe we scared them away. People left. <laughs> they must have been their off hour or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, one sec here. Why are you here? Type of like